Hello everyone, my name is Tom and welcome to Pop's Devotions. We're on day 9 of our 15 days of devotions in Jonah. Before we get started, why don't you hit pause, open your Bible or app to Jonah chapter 2 and pray that God will help you hear what he has to say to you today and read all of Jonah chapter 2. Why don't you hit pause and do that right now. I'll be here when you get back. Okay, welcome back. Let's get started. Today we are focusing on Jonah 2 verses 8 to 9. And here are some things to consider. You've probably seen something like this play out. A celebrity gets called out for saying or doing something inappropriate. And in response, they make a public apology, promising to be better and vowing to give money to charity as a sign of their newfound understanding that what they did was wrong. I don't know about you, but I'm usually skeptical that the person really has changed. I assume that most of the time they were apologizing because they got caught or to stop the online abuse rather than they have become truly repentant. As we come to the end of Jonah's prayer, the fact may strike you that his prayer sounds very pious and repentant, maybe somewhat like an ancient version of the celebrity apology. Maybe it was real, maybe he hadn't changed at all. In the prayer he proclaimed, those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. Verse 8. And then promised, but I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you. Verse 9. It's as if, from the belly of the fish, Jonah was throwing shade on the sailors who turned to their idols, that is, false gods, when they were in trouble. While they might miss out on God's love, Jonah was going to make sacrifices to God. He, at least, would not miss out on God's love. But Jonah didn't know what we know. The sailors who worked so hard to save Jonah also recognized the power of Yahweh, the true God, and made sacrifices to him. While Jonah was hanging out in the fish, they were faithfully embracing the love of God. Of course, what Jonah said is true. Those who turn to false gods do miss out on God's love for them. But Jonah was the one who turned to an idol. Perhaps he hadn't worshipped a lesser god like Baal, Ashtoreth or Loki. He had, though, chosen his own desires over God. He had turned to the worthless idol of his own righteousness, committing the original sin of thinking he knew better than God. As a result, he was missing out on God's love. Jonah shouldn't have thought so highly of himself. Jonah's attitude to the sailors here shows his attitude to anyone who wasn't a worshipper of Yahweh like he was. We'll see more in the following chapters that Jonah had a rather prejudiced view of foreigners. Despite Jonah's contrition, he probably hadn't changed much. Jonah finished the prayer by promising, What I have vowed, I will make good. I will say salvation comes from the Lord. Verse 9. Which seems weird again, because 
all that Jonah vowed, as far as we can tell, was to run from God's call. So either Jonah was rewriting history to pretend that he was planning to be faithful all along, or he made a vow to God that we have not been privy to. Whatever the case, God would take Jonah up on the vow. The story of Jonah didn't end in the fish. Jonah may not have fully become the man that we would expect him to become. All his rough edges weren't shaved off, all his prejudiced views weren't fixed, and all his idols weren't yet smashed. But still, he was finally willing to obey God. And that was enough. God can do anything with an obedient heart. Perhaps that's something that you need to hear today. You might look at yourself and realize that you still have many things wrong with you. And that's not to mention the idols and the prejudiced attitudes that you haven't even recognized yet. But they don't disqualify you from God's love, nor from his desire to shape you and use you for his purposes. At this point in the story, Jonah is not yet the man that he should be. And at this point in the story, you're not yet the person that you should be. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5.8 God's love and purposes for us are not dependent on us having changed or the genuineness of our public apologies. Salvation comes before obedience, and obedience comes amid change. And if you're worried about how genuine your obedience is, you're in a better place than the person who assumes all their motives are good. So don't wait till you've got it all together before you make good on your vows to God. Jesus has made the acceptable sacrifice of himself to God. Now with shouts of grateful praise, you can live the life you have been called to as you become more and more the person that you were made to be. Here's something to reflect on. How have you seen God use you even when your attitude has been wrong? Here's something you could do. Ask God what he wants you to do today. When you know the answer, do it and pay attention to how God uses even you. And now, a prayer to pray. Gracious God, thank you that you love and use people like Jonah and like me, even with our prejudiced attitudes and wrong motives. Please change me to become more like your son Jesus, full of genuine love for you and all people. And as you change me, please help me to be obedient, that I might see you work in perfect ways through imperfect me. Well, that's all for Pop's Devotions today. I will see you tomorrow for the next part of Jonah. If you think this has been helpful, feel free to recommend it to your friends. They can sign up to our daily emails and start from day one at tomfrench.com.au devotions. Be sure to give Pop's Devotions a rating and review on Apple Podcasts as it really helps people to find these devotions as we get going. That's it from me. I will see you tomorrow for more Pop's Devotions.